0: Welcome to Stirring the Pod podcast, a podcast all about discussing controversial food subjects, historical aspects of food, and pretty much everything else food and cooking related. Once again, let me introduce my co-host. First up, we have Mr. Barbecue Brand, an aficionado of all things barbecue and a recently featured guest on Food Network's Barbecue USA. Welcome Barbecue Brand.
1: Thank you all. What's popping? Let's go.
0: <laughs> Next up, we have Mr. Brandon D., a connoisseur of Louisiana and Southern cuisine and a self proclaimed food science nerd. Welcome, Brandon.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, everybody. And let's get this started.
0: I am your host, Casey P., a baking and cooking enthusiast and a lover of all Southern culture, history, and cuisine. Tonight's topic is a highly speculated topic, but something we all regularly use, condiments. From ketchup to kimchi, we will attempt to cover all the basics and explore the unexpected. So how y'all doing tonight?
2: Doing well, doing well. So finally getting some rain down here in Texas. We've been dry for months, so.
0: Yeah, pretty
1: much. Yes. This this weekend, we're getting a little cold snap. Yeah, oh, right. I think right, the high is, yeah, I think the high is 78. The the low is 58 <laughs> yeah, on Saturday sometimes. night. It's like a whiskey like night to me. It's it hilarious. sure does. <laughs> I might even make a gumbo. Who knows? Oh.
0: Yeah. Hey, we I making just... a shrimp stew. Yeah,
2: yeah. It, yeah might as well enjoy. It. I think this is the worst summer I can remember in my life. It's, yeah, it was bad. It was, that was terrible.
1: It it was so hot this summer, it just made you mad. You were mad all day, just mad. Yeah. hot and mad.
2: (laughs) Saw that light, Bill, you were mad too.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, all right, guys, let's jump right into this. Okay, what is a condiment? Like, according to Merriam-Webster, the definition is something used to enhance flavor and the flavor of food. So what do y'all consider a condiment?
2: Mm, I mean... A condiment can be can be anything. It can be a sauce. It can be an emulsion. It could be, you know, like 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 kimchi or sauerkraut, something that's been fermented and you know acidified. You know, so it, it can it can be anything. And the condiments are very versatile and very very practical. They they help add different layers of flavor to your your food. So you know, a hot sauce will add some acid and some heat. You know, uh, let's say something like a like a ranch dressing, which is both a, a dressing and a condiment in America, you know. Uh, ranch dressing adds a little bit of it adds some richness, it adds some acidity because it's made with the buttermilk, so and it can add a different layer of flavor to something.
0: So what you're saying is condiment isn't necessarily a sauce.
2: which is Not, not necessarily. It's basically something that's served on the side to uh, enhance the flavor of food, like a pairing. You know, you'll pair sauerkraut with sausage, where the sausage is rich and smoky, the sauerkraut is Bright, acidic, and a little, little bit of that fermented taste, and it pairs nicely with that. You also might have a little bit of mustard with that
1: too.
0: What you think about that barbecue, Brand?
1: Yeah, B, you said it. So a condiment <laughs> is a compliment, <laughs> right? So as as long as you're complimenting something else on your plate or something else, you know, according to your dish, mm-hmm. then you can consider it a condiment in in mm. my mind. You know, right. it's. It's, it's a very vague topic, but yeah. yeah,
0: it's, it's very highly speculated. I read an article when researching for this, that they interviewed 11 chefs and every single chef they asked that, that question to what do you consider a comp, a condiment they all had different answers. So it's so highly speculated. Everyone has a different opinion of it and what, what it is or what it isn't. So. Let's let's jump into the usual suspects. What are our, everyone knows the usual <laughs> the usual suspects.
2: I call them. Uh, let's call them the big three.
0: Wait wait tonight we we we, we might dog on barbecue brand a little bit.
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah they go they gonna get me for this but we yeah. I got some thoughts on all of this.
0: All right. so what are you okay? The usual suspects. Let's let's jump into that. What are the top three?
2: I'd say mayo, ketchup, and mustard.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Those are your top three condiments. Or Okay. Top thing when people think of condiments, they think mayo, ketchup, ketchup, and mustard. But there's other things. There's hot sauce. There's relish. The the thing about a condiment, it's it's never really meant to be eaten by itself. You don't go and pick up a spoon of mayo or mustard and uh. just take a. <laughs> it's meant to pair with something All right. else.
0: All right. We, we okay for everyone out there. Barbecue brand does not like mayo, but. I call him Bougie because he likes aioli. So if you mm. call it aioli and not mayo, he will like it.
2: The difference between a, a mayo and an aioli. I mean, uh, an aioli is normally not made with made with eggs. Uh, mayonnaise is a mixture is an emulsion of eggs, oil, and uh, a little bit of acid, using in the form of vinegar or Dijon mustard or something like that. Whereas the aioli is always flavored. So a, a mayo can be a plain oil based dressing, whereas uh, an aioli is something flavored. Usually the traditional aioli is garlic and olive oil.
0: So you crush garlic
2: very oil. yeah, crush garlic very slowly, add olive oil very slowly, and basically the garlic has the properties in it that emulsify oil and you end up with an aioli.
1: Yeah, so, so that's what I like.
0: He's bougie, y'all. So
2: aiolis are always flavored. Now you can, you can fake an aioli by flavoring mayonnaise and most people will be
1: none the wiser <laughs> most restaurants will do that you know they'll mm-hmm. say hey, Correct. and i can i can tell by the restaurant mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. most of most of these restaurants there they're saying oh this is a you know burger with an aioli no you took some mayonnaise and mixed up them in there that's mm-hmm. not yes. That's no i don't <laughs> i don't want that
2: Mayonnaise is me a polarizing a polarizing ingredient one it, it, the, the flavor of the mayo is going to be basically dependent on the type of oil you use what you what do you use do you use eggs do you use whole eggs egg egg yolks or you know whole eggs that makes a difference also so the basic thing that's going to flavor your mayonnaise is going to be the oil if you choose a not so great tasting oil it's not going to taste that great if you choose to use uh whole eggs instead of egg yolks it's also going fi- to flavor a flavor with egg whites which are not the I, I i don't consider egg whites especially raw egg whites which is in the mayo they don't really taste very good so a, be- a good mayo would be made with a good oil, egg yolks only, and a good quality vinegar and a good
1: quality mustard. Well, I like aioli. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what are some, okay, so if we're going to stick with the top three mayo, mustard, ketchup, we just discussed how we can make mayo fancy by transforming it into an aioli or <laughs> or calling it aioli. At Even that.
1: people that like <laughs> Mayonnaise don't like a lot of mayonnaise, so that's a show. I should tell you right there. It yeah. depends on the
2: mayo,
0: it depends on the mayo. Mayo it really does.
2: Mayo is meant to complement other flavors, it's not meant to be a flavor onto itself, it's not meant to be its own thing. Like, you don't eat a spoon of mayonnaise, you know, you don't you, like that's not something you serve. You may to serve with something in Belgium, it's served with french fries and it's delicious, but their mayonnaise is made a lot differently you'll rarely find like, you know, most Belgian mayo, mayos are made with more egg yolk than egg white. And that makes a big difference in the flavor. And I mean, also people that like, don't like mayonnaise, sure do like mayonnaise based sauces, blue cheese, ranch, honey mustard. May- mayo is an emulsifier that's commonly used to make other sauces.
1: So, honey, everything you just named, I like honey, all of honey, yeah,
2: honey Yeah, <laughs> honey mustard is, uh, I'd say it's about 80% mayonnaise, and the rest of
1: it's mustard.
2: So that's kind of what gives it it's, you know, the creamy texture of it. You may not like mayo, but you may like it in other uses.
0: Like and, a flavored mayo.
2: Right. It's, it's using mm-hmm. mayo uh, flavorings with mayo that changes the mayonnaise. So the one thing that helps cut the mayo taste that people don't like is sugar. So if you add sugar to mayonnaise, it tends to kill that that mayonnaise flavor also another thing that kills it is garlic it helps you know the oils basically dissolve into the uh to the mayonnaise and it really flavors it so you'll really pick up the flavor of garlic with mayonnaise that's kind of what mayonnaise helps because when you eat garlic with fat you taste more of the, you taste more garlic flavor than you would taste just eating raw garlic so if mm-hmm. you add raw garlic to mayonnaise it's going to hit your palate differently than you uh, say, just eating raw garlic which would be totally
1: unpalatable but add oil to it and you turn it into something palatable
2: mhm
1: mm-hmm. absolutely have, uh, have you ever confit some some garlic i uh, have yes it's very good sir yes del- delicious you can't really you can't really kill me with garlic i love garlic
2: yeah so Mayonnaise and garlic work together. And if you add sugar to mayonnaise, you say like something, you had a sweet element to it. Say like a remoulade sauce or a uh, spicy mayo. Mm-hmm. Adding different flavors to this helps helps kind of balance the flavor of mayonnaise out.
0: So let me ask a question. What is Miracle Whip? Is that like the same thing?
2: No, it's I, I not don't man- know. It's
0: weird. Le-
2: legally, it can't be called mayo due to FDA rules. So it's got a little like sugar in it and got less fat. Uh- so.
0: It's got it's a kinda, lot of sugar.
2: Yeah, it's got a lot of sugar in it.
0: Yeah, it's gross. Sorry, mm. sorry to all those Miracle Whip lovers don't, don't, out there. Don't don't
2: use Miracle Whip. You know, there's mayonnaise- some
1: people out there. So there's some people oh. out there that love Miracle Whip.
0: Oh yeah, not yeah. me, not this girl.
2: Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, man- so- mayonnaise can Miracle Whip's not mayonnaise. If you're gonna use mayonnaise, just just use mayonnaise. If you want really good mayonnaise, either buy buy really expensive mayonnaise or make it yourself. It's yeah. a very easy process.
0: So let's jump into what actually makes a condiment, a condiment. Is it the consistency of it? Does the consistency of the, of the sauce or the condiment make it <laughs> a condiment? Cause like hmm. you can have other things that aren't a sauce that are considered a condiment.
2: Right. I mean, no, I, I would say, no, it doesn't, the te- consistency has nothing to do with making a condiment, a condiment. Condiment is. Is basically you know, I, I consider a food item and that can't stand by itself once again let's let's try relish relish okay. is meant to be eaten with something with not, something you nobody's going to take a spoon of relish and eat relish that's it's meant to be served on something to complement something you know right you serve relish on a hot dog where you have something that's a little smoky and salty and if you use an a dill relish it's acidic and you know if you use a sweet relish it's you know, it's sweet and acidic. So that kind of helps break through those flavors, helps you kind of not get tired of it, you know, where something can just be like a hot dog, which the main flavoring are like, our sausage is smoke and salt. So Mm -hmm. adding something else to that kind of breaks it up. You add mustard to sausage, that helps give you some acidity, the little bit of the turmeric flavor, the mustard flavor itself counteracts that richness.
1: So I want to go back to basically what you said earlier, Casey, about those 11 chefs mm-hmm. that were surveyed and they all had different answers about what a condiment really is. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Food, food is art, right? Right. Think about drawing, think about, you know, all of the different types of art. You have guidelines that you follow, right? If you're, if you're going to draw something, you have certain guidelines when it comes to art. Right. It's the same thing with food. You know, you have certain guidelines that you follow, but from there, it's whatever you feel, it's whatever you make it. As long as it complements what you're trying to do and it pairs well and it makes sense, go for it. And you might consider it a a, a a condiment, you know? Right. I, I think certain things you have to think about whether it's a condiment or whether it's an ingredient. Right. You know? Right. So This is yeah, true. You-
0: because they have some toe, some toe, uh, <laughs> some, some of them that, some that toe the line of being either or, right? Like guacamole or, or hummus or Ziki sauce. Those things can go either way because they can stand alone by themselves right. or act as a compliment to your dish.
2: Right, mm-hmm. I mean, think of it like a, a a painting. You know, it's 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 like glitter on a painting. You know, you, a little bit is good, a, a lot, and people are going to be like, "Well, what's kind of going on here?" You know, or it's like <laughs> gil- gilding the lily. You know, you're you're putting too <laughs> much on top of something that's already b- beautiful. So you never want your condiments to overpower the main flavor of your dish. It's a compliment mm-hmm. of your dish,
0: right? Yeah, like barbecue brand said earlier.
1: A yeah, condiment. Exactly is a compliment <laughs>
2: exactly
0: and they have to make
2: sense so you don't you won't you wouldn't stack a uh something rich and creamy on something that's already rich you would uh stack something say as like a rich food you would add something that's bright and acidic you know maybe a little bit sweet they'll cut through mm-hmm. for something like vegetables i mean that's why vegetables takes good dipped in rancher blue cheese because this sauce adds some richness and having a little fat on the palate with a vegetable, it helps bring out more flavors of the vegetable because all food items like vegetables have so, uh, compounds that are fat soluble or water soluble. So by adding fat, you're tasting more of the flavors that the vegetable has.
0: Right, right. So mm-hmm. question, talking about salad dressings, one that's one of those things that can go either way, right? I mean you could have it as a condiment or you could have it as an ingredient because you can use these different types of oil based um salad mm-hmm. dressings to do to make marinades or just pretty much anything salad dressings are are very versatile when in the cooking world, and very. they can just go either way so oil and vinegar is that considered a condiment
1: Ooh.
2: I would say once once you mix it, I would say so.
0: But what if you don't mix it?
2: Oil could be, oil and vine- vinegar is definitely a condiment, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, think of like fish and chips where they add malt vinegar to the fish. Mm-hmm. Oil could be a, con- a condiment too. If you have a great flavored oil, like olive oil, I mean, people put olive oil on, you know, they dip bread in it. So, right. Olive Every- oil can be a condiment Everybody too. knows
0: those little, <laughs> those little bread That <laughs> What is it? Uh. Uh, carabbas or I, I used to love the one that I don't even know if this is open anymore. Uh, was it Johnny Carino's? Mm-hmm. We had like the roasted garlic in the oil and you oh, put right. your bread in
1: it. The, the, the hunts, I'm gonna tell you that over here in this house, <laughs> I will get me a, a, a loaf of some sea salt and rosemary sourdough bread and mix up some olive, some good olive oil. Now mix some good yeah. olive oil with a, a few dashes of some balsamic vinegar mm-hmm. and some, you know, some good crushed garlic in there. You dip oh. that. That mm-hmm. sounds
0: good.
1: You dip yeah. that, or just putting some good olive oil, you know, over over you know a certain type of salad. So yeah, you could definitely use olive oil. Say oil and vinegar as a, vinegar I, I, as would a
2: say, I would say so. I mean, a good olive oil can work as a condiment. I mean, you probably won't pour canola oil over something, mm. but yeah. uh, olive olive oil definitely <laughs> since it has so much flavor. Also, another one, good one is sesame oil. Sesame mm-hmm. oil has a lot of flavor itself, yes. And you know that could be used as a condiment, where you put just a little bit over something and gives it a little bit of that that toasty, nutty flavor.
0: It's such a great ingredient, but it's easy to overuse.
2: It is very easy. It's very potent. Mm-hmm.
0: Sure, make your house smell <laughs> it's it like does. A Chinese restaurant <laughs> real quick. Definitely, condiments can serve can stand alone. Depending on what it is, or they can serve as like supporting ingredients, you know, like a supporting role kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You
2: so. you, you brought up guacamole, it, you know, and dips. Dips are kind con- are I don't know. Are they condiments because they really they really kind of stand on their own? Uh, because the chip is just the vehicle for a dip. I mean that that's it. So, so sure. Mm-hmm. So is it a condiment? It could be. It could. They can be used as condiment. Say like a, mm-hmm. a guacamole burger. Yeah. Then it becomes a. Condiment. They do it all the
1: time. Restaurants oh. will will make all kind of stuff. So they'll throw guacamole on a burger. They'll throw cheese dip or a queso. queso, you know.
2: Hummus on a sandwich. Yeah. I've seen that yeah. before. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it, it could be a it could be a condiment, just depending on choosing how you use it.
0: Right, and the consistency of it too. Yeah. I
1: think we're dipping into. So ah, I use dip. i think we are talking about something that is ultra versatile when you talk about a a condiment we're talking about a standalone Mm -hmm. we're talking about something that can complement something we're talking about dips Mm -hmm. we're talking about you know something that pairs well with Mm -hmm. with something else or an ingredient for another food an
0: ingredient Exactly. how versatile is, is a
1: condiment you know
0: I right, mean, man, man,
2: mayonnaise is used as an ingredient in all kinds of food. They make mayo cakes, which is yeah. kind of strange. But, I mean, it's, oil, it's come, an come fire in again, Come again? Man,
0: mayo oh, cakes. Oh, bro. <laughs>
2: Just, it's look not at that. all
0: what you think. It's not at all what you think. So think about mayo as its individual components that make it up. So you got oil, you got eggs, you got salt. All those things go into making a cake. It's right. just an all-in-one. <laughs>
1: Don't call it that. Why they call it that? Well, you going to call it something unappetizing as.
0: Mayo Mayo cakes are very good. They're very, very moist. They're hot, much more moist, I think, than like a typical cake recipe. Right. But but yeah, they do call them mayo cakes. And I, I know you're going to have nightmares tonight about that. that. Oh,
1: <laughs> that sounds like something from my worst dreams. Oh, That's a, that sounds disgusting.
2: <laughs> well, if the
1: only cake, though, I might take a bite, a bite of that, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, mayonnaise is a. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, like like Casey said, it's in the individual ingredients. It's eggs, it's oil, mm-hmm. it's salt, and it's mm-hmm. vinegar. And typically, mm-hmm. mayonnaise cakes are chocolate. Yep. So, and, <laughs> yeah. So, and 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 all those all those things work. It's getting worse. You would think you would think you would think it would be odd. You think, but it's really it's it, it really works. all of the ingredients. It's just an emulsifier. So also, this is what's gonna brine your protein and your fat together.
0: Exactly. Also, I have seen where they will take like if you're gonna do a grilled cheese sandwich, instead of putting butter on the outside of your bread to toast it, you put mayo. That's
1: that's that's my oh, way. That? <laughs> oh yeah. See, what I'll do is I'll take I'll take the the bread and I'll. I'll put butter, and I'll toast that side, and then I'll put my cheese and in, ingredients in there, and put the toasted side to the ingredients, and then put mayo on the outside, and
0: oh, and do that.
1: Flip it over. That, mm-hmm.
0: that sounds yeah. really good. You get,
1: the, you get that that quadruple crunch right there. Oh oh <laughs>
0: uh, oh!
2: Right, and the and the proteins from the eggs help it brown too. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Also. Um, talking about uh condiments as you know kind of like an, an added ingredient uh brandon d has the shorts up on our channel about him prepping short ribs and he coats his short ribs in mustard
1: Correct. to make
0: it to make the seasonings bind to it so it, it's very versatile whether you're using it as an ingredient you know a compliment or 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 whatever it could Mustard is probably the most versatile, in my opinion.
2: Well, you mustard can is, very, use yeah, mustard. For
0: just about anything.
2: Mustard's very versatile. So, example, I use mustard as a binder for barbecue. I use mustard as a binder for, uh, for frying fish and shrimp. Uh, also, uh, even when I'm doing something else like like schnitzel or some other type of fry where it requires a little bit more, I use egg. I'll add a little bit of mustard to my egg to kind of help stretch it out a little bit. It kind of helps loosen the egg up
1: a little bit too now i'll tell you this i don't like mustard either now here's where more bouginess comes in because i don't like just straight up yellow mustard i like all other mustards it all other mustards but just straight up tangy yellow (laughs) mustard but i do like it using it in my cooking like as far as like like you were talking about for a binder or uh you know, coating something if I'm gonna fry it, mm-hmm. I like using that. I like using mayo for the same thing as a, almost as an ingredient. Those two things right, are not right. condiments to me
2: right i i'm not i personally personally I'm not a fan of uh of yellow mustard as like as a condiment. I would rather have something else uh but it is a useful ingredient, so I do use it a lot, but I just don't. Use it on a sandwich. So, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> see, I disagree with both of y'all here. I love yellow mustard, especially on a egg sandwich.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, Mister Aeoli.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I. Uh, to yourself.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I on can an tell egg you what. So I can good. tell you
2: why I'm not a fan of yellow mustard because yellow mustard is really tanger and it has a lot of vinegar and I'm not a huge fan of vinegar at all. Mm. Vinegar is not my thing. I I I use it but I use it sparingly. I'm as a kid I hated it. As an adult I've learned to appreciate mm-hmm.
0: it. Well yellow must it'll yellow, never yellow, be my favorite,
2: me. yeah. yellow
0: mm. mm. Yellow mustard haters. <laughs>
2: there's nothing wrong with it. It's just there's just better things out there.
0: You leave it to me. I'm gonna be dipping my pretzels in it and everything.
1: <laughs> no, you can you can have Spicy. it. That's all for you.
2: <laughs> Spicy mustard, brown mustard, mm, Dijon, um, German
1: mustard. The, the, Keep going.
2: The Bavarian <laughs> sweet mustard. Anything, anything but just American. That Coleman's yellow hot mustard. mustard, I'll I'll so, have
1: some of that too. Right,
2: right.
0: So I'ma tell I'ma tell our viewers a little secret here, but if I tell y'all and I find my, my sources are depleted for this item, I'm going to be upset. I am totally addicted to the Southwest mustard from Walmart. It's Walmart brand. It's, it used to be 96 cents a bottle when I started buying it. Now it's like $1.25. <laughs> I literally buy three to four bottles every time I go to Walmart. And if they discontinue this, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Every place that I have a meal and my desk at work, in the refrigerator here in the house, in the refrigerator in our back cottage, I have a bottle everywhere.
1: This <laughs> is a secret stash.
0: I, eat, I eat it with pretty much everything. Dude. It's really good. There's these little cute little dumplings that you can get at Costco in the frozen section. It comes like six little dumplings to a pack, and it comes with some little some kind of little sauce. But I mix that sauce with that mustard to eat with my dumplings.
1: Oh. I think I remember you mentioning yeah. that before because I have those same dumplings in my freezer. That that might be for lunch tomorrow. I might have to mix a little bit of that.
0: Oh, It's my favorite lunch ever, but I have to have that mustard with it. You see, like <laughs> those things go hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so we haven't talked much about ketchup.
2: No, yeah. ah, ketchup. I like ketchup. <laughs> I do like ketchup.
0: I, I'm, I'm okay with ketchup. It, it has this, it's, it's, particular purpose but i have to give a shout out to b-dog who is the ultimate ketchup lover like b-dog loves him some ketchup i think he told me he put it on ice cream one time just to try it out
1: oh that's fine there's gonna be so many uh's in this one right here
2: (laughs) yeah
0: but he loves his ketchup so shout out to b-dog
2: my favorite use of ketchup is on onion rings I think onion rings and ketchup are a great combination because
1: I actually that's I I actually I love onion rings, but I'm more of a Southwest ranch onion ring eater.
0: (laughs) I told y'all he was bougie. I got to
1: have I I, I, I literally bought a bottle of. So I had some onion rings this past weekend when I was watching the the football game, the the Saints Mm -hmm. game. And uh, I went out to the store and specifically got some Southwest ranch just for those (laughs) onion rings. Those (laughs) onion rings was on sale. So. I threw them in the air fryer yeah. and hooked it up.
2: I like, I like, yeah, I like. Look, I like anything on on onion rings, but uh, ketchup is one. Of, I think ketchup works really well on onion rings. On French fries, you know, I I, I think I get tired of it a little bit, but it it, it does it does. You know, it provides the sweetness and acidity, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, ketchup is kind of a weird a weird thing. It's got like weird stuff in it. We wouldn't expect like cloves. I don't <laughs> know why, but. It works. I mean, yeah. uh, we've actually made our own before and I'd have to say it's definitely not worth it, but yeah, no. because it's not better than Heinz, <laughs> right. uh, but like I said, if you buy Heinz or Hunts, make sure you go with the one that's high fructose corn syrup free, because I think, and you know, whatever the, you want to see about high fructose corn syrup and it's, you know, effects or whether it's good for you bad, it doesn't taste good. It actually kind of ruins the flavor of it because. There's a mm-hmm. bitter edge that comes with uh with hot fructose corn syrup, which I just happen to be a little bit sensitive to bitter flavors and I hate it. And you can clearly taste the difference between a ketchup made with sugar and a ketchup made with mm-hmm. corn syrup,
1: high fructose corn I'm a, syrup. I'm gonna tell you what my goat of ketchup is. And well, it's really a mix of, or a combination, not really a combination, but either or. So it's either, I like curry ketchup a lot. Curry ketchup, mm-hmm. curry, curry ketchup is delicious. But that spicy ketchup from Whataburger. Oh
2: Oh, yeah. Whataburger (laughs) has great ketchup.
0: They stingy too. Yeah, they are. mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. I go to Whataburger, I'm like, don't give me any of that regular stuff. Spicy on. Oh
1: yeah. When they started making that in the bottle in the store, I was like, Okay. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's good ketchup.
0: Now H E B makes a black pepper ketchup. That that's really, really good. See good. Now,
1: now that's something I can get down with because whenever I have French fries, I'll put ketchup on my French fries. Which that's another subject. I don't know if y'all are a, a dipper or if y'all like ketchup on your French fries. I'm a ketchup on the French fry guy. But i like um, dipper. I put my ketchup dipper. on my French fries and then I, I hit it on. I hit it with that black pepper on top.
0: Mm. Nice. What's even better is Tabasco in your ketchup. Oh, bingo! Yo, bingo! Hit, hit was
2: was plus, better than <laughs> hey, but was better than Tabasco <laughs> since we're talking about hot Ooh, sauce. Louisiana, 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 go beats two
0: look hot, uh, go. if y'all want to sponsor this podcast we would be more than <laughs> willing to talk about it because we buy it so much
2: <laughs> it is my favorite hot sauce it's basically you know i i give credit to tabasco for making hot sauce what it is mm-hmm. and they're and they're actually their hot sauce their ra- original hot sauce is the least favorite product they make that i that for me mm-hmm. Everything else they make is fantastic, but their hot sauce, once again, I'm not a huge vinegar fan. Their hot sauce is very heavy on the vinegar. And but it's but it is the original recipe. It has never, never changed. So mm-hmm. I respect that. And yeah. you know, their other product the other products they make are absolutely fantastic. They, are. they make fantastic products. But as far as hot sauce goes, Louisiana Gold has less vinegar and more pepper, and the Tabasco pepper has just such an amazing flavor. It's citrusy. It's bright. It's just a, a great flavor, and you taste more of the Tabasco pepper with Louisiana Gold than you do
1: with Tabasco. Yeah, B, you, you hey. actually Which you thing? actually put me on to Louisiana Gold because I was I was yes. always a Tabasco person, and and again I don't I don't really like the Tabasco just regular hot sauce. I like all of their other products. Um,
2: What's your favorite? Yeah, I
1: mean the McElhenney place is like twenty minutes from my house, you know, so it's right yeah. down the road. But Louisiana right. Gold is the that's that's the best hot sauce on the market, if you ask me. Yeah,
2: that's where it's yeah. at. Yeah, it's it's got that Tabasco flavor, but it's just toned down on the on the vinegar, mm-hmm. and that's what. Mm-hmm. But it's it's made like Tabasco, but it's made with more pepper, less vinegar. It's fermented and all that. But Louisiana Gold is kind of pricey for what it mm-hmm. is. It's yeah. probably like five bucks for a bottle. But the Tabasco peppers are very small. It's a yield, low yield pepper, so it doesn't. You don't get a lot of peppers for what you're putting into it.
0: Right, and I'm sure the production is not nearly as large as Tabasco. So right,
2: correct, you mm-hmm. know, you
0: have that to determine your price as well. But so, so hot sauce is a condiment.
2: absolutely it is, yep. yes, absolutely <laughs> a condiment just, and an ingredient. Just, just so clear.
1: <laughs> yes, indeed, I put that on you a know, lot uh, of stuff: burgers, fries. Right. um,
0: Don't forget them red, red beans.
1: beans, white
2: beans. I tell you as an ingredient one's a good use for uh hot sauce is an ingredient and why a lot of people wouldn't think of this if you're making stock if you add oh if you add hot sauce to your like your stock that acidity'll help break down your meat better so and it helps actually build your uh mm. your stock so putting a little low, lowering the pH of your water for yours when you're making stock helps you. Change the collagen into gelatin a little bit yeah, easier. Higher
1: pH water, uh, it breaks down. Uh, it takes longer to, to kind of break that down.
2: Well, lo- lower pH because lower pH is more
1: acidic. I'm, I'm sorry, that's basic. what I meant.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, but I know, I know yeah, what you mean. Yeah, did. that's actually
1: a really good tip. Um, yeah. yeah well, well, Okay, I didn't know that.
2: Uh, I use I use I use hot sauce when I'm making like like stews. Uh, uh, if I make a stew or something like that, I'll use a little hot sauce, usually with a little tomato paste to kind of, the, the hot sauce helps kind of bring the acidity a little bit more forward. And the good part, of, and you can use vinegar too, but hot sauce just has, has that extra punch with the peppers. So. Nice. Very,
0: very good tip. Very good tip. So let's talk about some uh, cultural condiments. C- condiments that stretch across all these different types of food, you know, uh cultures like let's start with Korean. To me, the Koreans are the masters of condiments. Mm.
2: They do have some good ones. They they make good they make good sauces. I mean, mm-hmm. if you ever had Korean fried chicken, that sauce they make is amazing. They so make good. all these they make all these pickled vegetables, they make kimchi. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not by any means an expert on Korean food, but there's a lot a lot to go with condiments in, in Korean food.
0: Yes. If you go to a Korean barbecue place, it's like, I, I don't even know. Every time I go to one, you know, we've gone to different ones. It, it's always like a plethora of little dishes that come out with all these delicious pickle things and sauces. and it, It's amazing. Like, I don't even know what I'm mm. eating and it's just delicious. Yeah. Even they have a... Uh, Fish, it's like tofu, but it's fish-flavored, like, these, I, I, I don't know what it is. It's delicious.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's, like, almost like strips, like, thin strips of, like, the tofu texture, but they call it fish cakes or something, I think. Yeah, they're, they're, sure. made with,
2: they're, they're made with fish and other things. There's, oh, man, there's so many, con- I mean, Asian condiments are a whole... St- Another story. You got things like sriracha, fish sauce, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. which
2: are you know really good. Uh,
0: Don't forget pate. Pate is a big part of Vietnamese culture. Mm. It is.
2: It's from the French influence in the uh, I in absolutely Vietnam. love pate. Oh,
0: love me some Lee's sandwiches here in Houston. Oh.
2: Yeah, pate can be a food on itself, or you could use it as a condiment in a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah, so the bánh the Vietnamese bánh sandwiches at Lee's here in Houston, very famous place. They put pate, depending on what kind of sandwich you get, they put pate on it. There's pickled carrots and pickled daikon they put on there. Oh, mm. I love all the pickled stuff so much. It's so right. good. Speaking of
1: pickles. Um, I don't like pickles, <laughs> but I like pickled. I don't like pickled cucumbers. I like pickled anything else. You can pickle anything else and I will, I will tear it up. But I don't like pickles.
2: I, I've learned I've learned to appreciate pickles. Uh, I don't like uh, dill pickles. I like I prefer sweet pickles. So I actually like spicy pickles. Uh,
1: so that's the only like one. Pickles. So there's this brand called Wickles, which is like wicked pickles, yes. and they're just a. It's really just a spicy pickle, and for some reason I like yeah, it, sweet. but I don't like any other pickle.
2: I think the I think it's a sweet it's a sweet spicy pickle. I think the sweetness yeah. balances out the spiciness. Dill pickles to me are just are just too acidic for my taste. Uh, they work on in certain occasions, uh, you know, on a hamburger. I, I don't mind it, but I'm I'm not a big pickle fan, a big cucumber pickle fan. I like you. I talk about other things like a red onion pickle or something like that. That I love stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Right now, pickles do have their place. Like you can't have a Cuban sandwich without some pickles on there. This and, is true, and some yellow mustard.
2: <laughs> Plain yellow mustard. It does work on that. in that in that I wonder, uh,
0: I wonder why that's my
2: favorite. <laughs> I believe in that application that it, 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 the Cuban sandwich, it works really well because that roast pork is so rich, and, yep. you know, and the cheese and in the and the mustard is really just bright and cuts through it, you know, and you mm-hmm. got that 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 uh, that Cuban bread that's been toasted in butter. It's just a great combination.
0: It, is. it doesn't take is- a whole
2: lot of ingredients and. You know what? The seasoning that they use on their pork, it really complements it very well.
0: Mm-hmm. It's it's a great sandwich. If you guys have never had a, a Cuban sandwich, I highly recommend getting one. And I have to say the best Cuban sandwich that I've had in the Lafayette area is Cafe Habana City. It's They're very really good. good. You might have to wait a little while, but it's good.
1: <laughs> Regardless of anyone is in there or not, you will have to wait a little while. Yes. Right.
0: You will have to wait. If you call your order in 20 minutes before you get there, you will still have to wait. <laughs> now, that was like 11 years ago when I lived in Lafayette. So maybe their their service times have changed a little. <laughs> but it was worth it nonetheless. It was absolutely I, worth it.
2: I can tell you I've been to Cuban restaurants. Well, there is a sign and it says, this is not a fast food restaurant. Food takes time. And I'm like, yeah, but a Cuban sandwich, all the ingredients are pre-made. You're not making pickles. <laughs> The roast pork has to be done way before you serve it, right, so right. ham is a, either a bought ingredient or you've cooked that a long time before the bread is made, the mustard is already made, and you're definitely not making Swiss cheese on the per order. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm just like, what's taking so long? But
0: That's the only thing I do not like about Cuban sandwiches is Swiss cheese. <laughs> but I will not eat it alone, but in something I'll eat it.
2: Yeah, Swiss cheese on a sandwich makes mm. sense but by yeah. but just like swiss cheese eating it by itself now
1: yeah mm-hmm. no, it's, no no. there's no reason to eat swiss cheese by that's itself
0: some, that's some funk like i i guess most people don't think swiss cheese is funky but it's funky it is but anyway is cheese a, con- a condiment mm-hmm.
2: nope cheese is, cheese is processed food so
0: mm-hmm. it depends on the application
2: if it's in a cheese sauce it could be a condiment see mm.
0: It's so, so versatile. What can constitute as a condiment versus an ingredient or vice versa? Yeah.
2: No, condiments can be ingredients too. They are multi so about the art you paint. So
0: what exactly. Yep. So what is some more cultural uh, condiments?
1: Mm. We cover Korean. Yeah, I, I mentioned curry, ketchup, soy sauce, mm,
0: soy uh-huh. sauce. Yeah. Curry, ketchup, Definitely. soy sauce. Soy <laughs> soy sauce. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's, I mean, that's a big a fish. Soy sauce, fish sauce, uh, man, teriyaki sauce, you know. I mm-hmm. mean, the Japanese are famous for making sauces. So, yes. teriyaki, yeah. fish. you know, fish sauce is more of a, a
1: South Asian thing. Uh,
2: wasabi. Was- wasabi. Uh, yeah, wasabi could yeah. sauce,
1: yeah. Definitely so, a, con- a condiment. I mean,
2: spicy, condiment. You know, spicy mayo a Japanese. <laughs> hey, mayonnaise is a big thing in J- Japan, so
1: they love mm-hmm. mayonnaise. So what is Japanese mayo? Because I like that.
2: Uh, (laughs) I can tell you why you like it. It's good to do. It's It's like a regular mayo, but the difference is Japanese mayo is typically made only with egg yolks. There's no egg white. Uh, Mm -hmm. Also, there's a little bit of MSG, and there is a bit of sugar in it. Mm -hmm. And the sugar is what makes... Adding a little bit of sugar to mayo changes that flavor profile. It, it takes away that, I found that it takes away that mayonnaise flavor that people don't like. Mm. If you don't like that mayonnaise flavor, throwing a little bit of sugar kind of balances that out.
0: Now, I did see that Blue Plate, uh, they have a new label on their bottle and stuff, and it says that it's an all-yolk recipe now.
2: Right, right, yeah, and that, that that would definitely improve the flavor of
1: it. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: So British foods, they have a lot of condiments, don't they?
2: Oh, man. HP sauce, steak oh. sauce is a mm-hmm. condiment. Yeah. Oh. oh, man. What what the, a British condiment. The,
0: the malt vinegar.
2: Right, right, right. That's another one. Oh, let's not forget tartar sauce,
1: too. That's served with fish and oh. chips as well. This tartar is true? sauce. I, I don't like tartar sauce. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Why is it that you don't like tartar sauce? I don't know.
1: I just It doesn't appeal to me at all. Like It's just...
0: So, so you like relish, right? Yes, I do. Is it because it's white and it looks like <laughs> mayo?
1: <laughs> you know, maybe we're getting down to the bottom of things because sour cream, put oh, sour yes, cream that, in anything. When you're making something as an ingredient, I'm all for it. I'm all for sour cream if you're putting it in something. But don't give me a don't give but me bites. a dollar per daisy. Don't do it. I don't want it.
0: <laughs> so you... You don't want it on your white people tacos. No, nope, but I saying. like crema.
1: That's contradictory, man. <laughs> I'm different.
2: Well, this crema dude, is a uh...
0: this dude here bougie. Yo, bougie.
2: <laughs> I, I, I think crema, crema is sour cream, but it's just a different. Usually, it's a uh, it's it's a better quality sour cream in my opinion. Just
1: like creme fresh. I love so, creme fresh.
2: Right. Don't right. like I sour mean, like cream.
1: Most... Shout out real, real real quick. Shout out to my buddy Jason Pettis. Uh, he he always calls me bougie brown sugar. So. uh <laughs> that, that might that might be a little controversial in itself is not what it sounds like.
0: He right, though. He ain't wrong. I think, I think I've cream, been saying this for a long time. This boy is bougie.
2: I think there's just better, like, I mean, just as far as sour cream goes, Daisy is just, it's real, it's more sour than it should be.
0: Yeah. And and,
2: and, and other sour creams that I've tried, like a, like a Cuban restaurant or something, or a Mexican restaurant, or like a Salvadorian restaurant, their sour cream just—it just, just tastes better. It's just not as—it's as, it's it's not, not as acidic. As, it's not as acidic, and I think that's what really makes. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember they used to sell this European sour cream at HEB. Lily was the band, brand, and man, that was way better than the Daisy sour cream. So sour cream is like once again, this is a condiment too. Mm-hmm. So. There's just different quality levels of it. And I, th- I like the Mexican crema better than I like the sour.
1: You know, I think it's just that mm-hmm. I don't like unbalanced things. You know, I have a I have an elevated right. palate, you know, so subi, AKA, AKA <laughs> bougie, you. you know, whatever.
2: So uh, <laughs> speaking of another kind, con- probably one of the most controversial uh, condiments i ever tried is Marmite.
1: Ooh. I remember you buying that, but I, I have no idea yes. what it is or what, what did you use that? with? I
2: bought it because it's loaded with MSG. It's naturally occurring. It's a yeast extract made from the brewing process. It's extremely salty. It's just, it's just really a weird flavor. I plan to use it in some experiments that uh, I haven't quite carried out yet. So, but they're coming.
1: All right. That sounds interesting.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I've tasted it by itself. It's just a very odd flavor. It's not mm-hmm. anything nor on a normal palate. I
1: tell you what, I really do like that stuff that you bought. That I took a little bit of was that. Um, we're talking about ingredients here, but that mushroom, uh, that umami mushroom powder. That's just all oh, right. I think, yeah, was that shi- was I think it was, was shiitake really mushroom powder.
2: Shiitake mm-hmm. mushrooms, correct? Yeah, great. yeah. I, the shiitake yeah. mushrooms don't really have; they're not real strong on the mushroomy flavor. They're they're real very balanced on that. So, man, I've added that stuff to everything, man. That
1: stuff is great. It's so weird because we can talk, like, you you talk about something like that. What if you mix that and made it, I know we already said that the consistency of something doesn't make it a condiment, but what if you mix that in something and made it a liquid and then added it to, you know, like things can get a little crazy when you start talking about condiments.
0: Right, so if you put that, that mushroom powder, let's say in some fancy sour cream,
1: Mmm, fancy sour not regular, yeah, maybe so, I don't know, you know. Well,
2: you know, there, there was a thing, uh, well, uh, There, there's actually a thing that's called mushroom ketchup. Huh. And it's actually, it originally is before, I think it came out before uh, tomato ketchup. Wow. But of course, it's probably a, a British thing, so. Uh,
0: I'll try that. Mm. Okay, yeah, I'll try it for sure. So th- that's a great segue into this next question I have for you guys. Are some spices considered condiments?
1: Mm. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. No, I wouldn't.
0: So I'ma throw one y'all wait. What about gumbo filet?
2: No, I call it, I'd call that a spice. i call that a herb. It's so specific. I think, think
1: you would just call that a herb. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Because some people add it to their gumbo after like they add it to their bowl. That's how my family yeah, always I mean, did it. It was on the table for you to use. Like salt. Well pepper. think about
1: like like parsley, you know, parsley mm-hmm. is sometimes used as a garnish. Sometimes people put yeah. it in a dish, but I I don't think parsley stands up to heat very well, does it? Like, no, no. no so, no, so like, really. yeah. No. A lot of times it's added afterwards. So, but that's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that would be a whole nother <laughs> topic. That's a garnish. That's not a. That's
0: a garnish. I, th- I, th- I think. I think. Is a cond- it a garnish?
1: <laughs> <laughs> a
2: condiment can't be a, a, a raw ingredient like like a like a an like herb or anything like that kind of has to be something that's made mm. so you make mayonnaise you make it somewhere you make we're this. getting
1: somewhere okay yeah
2: even oil is something that you make because you extract oil from olive oils you know right. olive so
0: true so you have to it,
2: make a condiment. it can't just be like an herb it's just an herb that's, it's that's to be something. a
0: prepared item so like correct the yeah. carrots or or pickle pickle carrots daikon for the banh Mi, those are prepared i prepared ingredients. It's made, made, you
2: know, it's made. So, you know, compliments, condiments probably were originally conceived to cover up, you know, taste of food that might have gone a little bit south back in the day. So, Mm -hmm, you know, mm
0: -hmm, throw
2: a little, mm -hmm. throw a little hot sauce on it. they say It's fine.
0: (laughs) Right. Also, you know,
2: these things help preserve stuff too.
0: So what, okay. So I'm going to throw some out of the box parts of ingredients slash is it a condiment? Is it not? So this can. What about sweet condiments like, what about jams or jellies? Um, definitely could be a condiment. Maple syrup. Maple yeah. syrup. Yeah, oh, yeah,
2: yeah. Those are definitely Cranberry condiments.
0: sauce. All those things. Like I was thinking today. Doesn't have to be savory. There's, there's so many things that so many possibilities for this. Like with ice cream, you have sprinkles. Is sprinkles considered a condiment? Uh, you see.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what What about whipped cream? You know, whipped cream could be counted. Could I mean hollandaise sauce? Well, sauces mm-hmm. can be
2: considered condiments too. Yeah. So, just I mean, mayonnaise is a sauce.
1: Mustard is a sauce.
0: What about marinara?
1: Mm. It's intended use is not I a mean, condiment, but it's but it is it is used mm-hmm. as
0: one. Right. It can't be either way. You know, f- fried mozzarella sticks. I mean, it,
2: it's it's really kind of up to use it. it could it be a condiment? It sure is. You know, as it, you mean, right? Fried calamari, mozzarella sticks, uh, right? Fried right. zucchini, fried eggplant.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we had some excellent fried eggplant and fried green beans this past weekend at Riverfront Restaurant in Abbeville, mm. and it came yeah. with like this excellent,
2: excellent, food. awesome
0: marinara sauce. Oh, it's so good. Wow. So, can y'all think of any out of the box, um, things that may? you know, be considered a, a condiment? Make y'all use y'all noodle this late.
1: Probably, I would I would say, well, we didn't even talk about barbecue sauce. Obviously, that's a condiment. Oh, right. you
0: obviously, know. yeah.
1: That's a whole class, yeah. of, the whole
0: class yeah. of sauces in Yeah, itself. there's
1: different, right. there's so many different types of barbecue sauce, and there's even barbecue sauces that are considered barbecue sauces, but really aren't, like yeah. Jack Miller's or, it's, you know, that. <laughs> that's more of like a chutney but it's like it's uh
0: right so we saw this past weekend at don's in uh scott jack miller's now makes a dipping sauce
1: to dip what in
0: (laughs) i I don't know
2: (laughs) it was like a bar it was it was was more of a standard barbecue sauce i mean jack miller's is like a a mop Mm -hmm. sauce it was thicker yeah yeah, it was like a regular barbecue sauce which i thought was interesting Mm -hmm. Because Jack Miller's, Jack Miller's is one of those old-style mop sauces where you it's supposed to be cooked onto the food.
0: So would honey be considered a condiment?
1: Sure. I always put honey on yeah, my biscuits. Do, do.
2: Hey, if you make honey <laughs> butter, it turns it into a, a, def, into there a sauce. There you go.
0: There you go. <laughs> I was thinking of honey on, like, a baked brie. Right, oh, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm
2: sure I considered a condiment. Yep.
0: Yeah. So... So, in, in that in that essence, like any kind of jam or jelly, could be used as a condiment. Oh, absolutely, condiment a, j-
2: a jelly and
0: is a- and an ingredient. Because if you are like, say, doing a, a a baked brie, you have both. You know, you have the, the your jam. If depending on what you put on it, you can pretty much put anything. But I'm thinking, in that essence, it would be a condiment. yeah. That's
1: that's one of those so. baked, mm-hmm. baked brie is one of those like blank canvases that you can really add a lot mm-hmm. of different things to. I mm-hmm. love brie. True.
0: So good. Oh.
2: Can go sweet or savory. Yeah, definitely.
0: So yeah. Just about anything, you know, but would candy be considered a condiment?
2: No. Candy is what do you mean like candy?
0: Like if you go to let's say, I don't know, Dairy Queen, they got all the little Sunday fixings. Would that be a fixing? Would that be a condiment? I mean,
2: I would call it a, I would call it a topping. The toppings give oh, me anything.
0: Call oh, how it. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, my country's showing a little yeah, bit barbecue. Oh yeah, brand.
1: yeah. Some of y'all are not gonna understand. <laughs> I understood. That's why I'm laughing and I Called out on it.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean I would, are those 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 are those are just I wouldn't call them condiments, I'd call them toppings. Uh
0: but wouldn't toppings kinda be the same thing as a condiment? Kind of. I mean, those lines are very blurred.
1: They are, yeah. but you know, if you don't I mean, stand but... for something, you'll fall for anything. We got to have some kind of guidelines here. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> what? Well, no, top, toppings are made from something that can usually be eaten by themselves. So you know, if you put up crushed Oreos onto something, those Oreos were something edible in themselves. They were never meant to be just strictly as a condiment. I think of condiments as kind of things that are just meant to be served on with something, but are mm-hmm. also used as ingredients as well.
0: This is true. I, I, I definitely see that I point, can ride but that train. Go-
2: yeah. No, mm-hmm. either
0: way. So, okay. So, can you make your own? Obviously, we talked about mayo, aioli. We talked a little bit about ketchup, making our own. Not worth how it. Ketchup, ketchup is not worth unless it. You're making up. Curry, unless you're making curry ketchup, that's Which totally you, different. This is
2: true, but you use store-bought <laughs> ketchup to make curry that's ketchup. That's right. <laughs> I make. <mean, laughs> it, <mean, laughs> <I mean, laughs> but I will say this, the... You Buy the best quality ketchup that you can buy. So my mm-hmm. standard, I usually use either the Hunts that's mm-hmm. with, made with real sugar, or the uh, or sometimes I use the H E B ketchup, that we have in Texas the store. Their mm-hmm. uh, their ketchup that's made with real sugar, or the Heinz that's made with real sugar. Just skip out on the high fructose corn syrup. It, not, I, I don't. I'm not even talking about what it could do to you. or if it's bad for you, I don't care. It doesn't taste good. Just, I'll be straight yeah. up with you. It, doesn't, it does not add a good flavor to things. And it and things that use a lot of sugar, like ketchup, it can really stand out as a kind of an off-putting taste. If mm-hmm. you don't believe me, you can get some real sugar ketchup and some high fructose corn syrup ketchup. Taste them side by side, and I guarantee you'll pick the real sugar one every time.
0: Right, right. Do a blind taste test. Y'all can have a fun evening as a family. <laughs> but
1: I had me in ketchup. Blind, I, taste. I, I blind would, tasting ketchup? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I have I have me I have me ketchup. Uh I don't think it's worth it, uh, but you can you most certainly can do it.
0: I did try to make it once myself for B Dog as a, a present. I was making some fancy homemade ketchup for him and it was tick tick tick. T H I C C C You need yeah,
2: I'm gonna just say this, you need a hell of an immersion blender to get that anywhere near smooth. Yeah, mm. I
0: didn't have all that. That was early in college when I didn't know much. <laughs> so i mean we've made honey mustard before but- oh
2: yeah honey mustard uh remoulade uh i've made my own mayonnaise before once again yeah it worked and it tasted fine but was it worth the effort mm, not really so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah he said he said that yeah, magic you see word. my eyes i saw brandon i saw barbecue brand's face uh, if
1: y'all yeah. if, if y'all don't know go back and watch the uh, what, what, what episode was it a time to fry when he's oh, I was yeah. talking about that yeah. I, that, that brand d makes it's uh it's insane yeah. mm-hmm.
2: it's magical mm-hmm. brand, using, barbe- using that, multiple barbe- ingredients
1: that you that, don't like. lot, that, that <laughs> make you go sing to somebody <laughs>
0: Yep, <Yeah. laughs> i've seen barbecue brand putting it behind his ears
1: yeah
0: i believe you can make your own
2: mustard too i've never tried that
1: yeah no yeah. i haven't
0: i don't know it's just so easy just to Pick it up. I've,
2: I've been to a yeah. food competition. I've been to a food competition where a guy made his own mustard too. It was the oh, guy yeah. at, at, at uh, St. One Arnold's pot. one one pot? He made his he made his own bratwurst, cooked his own bratwurst, and then made his own mustard. And it was actually it was that was the I thought that was the best thing over there.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah, that was that's a really cool competition. If you guys don't know anything about hmm. it, uh, St. Arnold's Brewery here in Houston. They have a one pot cook off showdown every year. And I think it's in January. We competed in it one time. Right. And it was it was fun. Like you can't bring you're not supposed to bring anything pre-cooked over there like sausage. Like you have to make everything on site and it has to be made basically in one pot and you have to include beer in whatever you're cooking. Mm-hmm. So they Mm -hmm. provide the beer for you and um, it's really fun just to go as a spectator. It's a lot of fun. And there's a lot of, uh, they have usually have some pretty famous celebrity judges there too, that will walk around like Chris Shepard. And it's really, we were really trying to get him to try our our food. We made haggis, like literally from scratch. We even ground the onions in the, in the meat grinder. We we went all out (laughs) old school. So it was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, that that competition is something that if anybody is interested in just going check out. It's it's fun. It's a good time. And you gotta go hungry and yeah, bring a right. bring a fork.
1: Yeah. yeah. Get <laughs> you one of
0: those little camping forks. <laughs> Comes it's in always,
1: handy. Uh see competitions mm-hmm. like that are always so nice where people just get get to kind of let their creativity flow and
0: just mm-hmm. get at it mm-hmm. you know there's
1: certain guidelines and rules you have to follow but yeah that's that's pretty yeah. cool mm-hmm.
0: it's fun yep. we're gonna we're gonna take you one of these days boy. Mm-hmm. yeah you
2: might re- you might be recruited to be on the cooking team man we might cook man yeah, you know i can throw it on yep. so I- let's do it
0: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so going into our last segment of this podcast are condiments necessary
1: yes short answer i would say
2: <laughs> they are necessary, but they they shouldn't they shouldn't be the star of the the you know like they shouldn't be better than your food. They should be on equal pairing for your food. So if you make uh, I don't know, let's say you make really good chicken wings, you know like really good you know buffalo chicken wings, you should have a really good ranch. But having really good ranch doesn't give you an sh- excuse to make shitty chicken. <laughs>
1: That's such a good point that,
2: that, that, like, oh my God, this place has amazing ranch. Like, I give a shit. I mean, <laughs> what, what about the, what about the rest of the food? And I could tell you a, a restaurant that's like that, where sometimes the sauces, uh, are better, bigger stars than their food, you know, like Chewy's, the Mexican restaurant. And I do like a lot of things from Chewy's. The whole restaurant is based on the sauce you pick. I mean, because one sauce is like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you two things. There's the jalapeno ranch and the boom boom sauce. The boom, the jalapeno ranch, the boom boom sauce, and the green chili sauce. Only sauce is worth getting over there. It's Anything true. else, don't even waste your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, they do have good things. Their Elvis fried chicken is good. Their chewy chunga is good. Their fajitas are pretty good. But their sauces kind of make their food, Uh, you know, I think their, their sauces are outstanding, those three sauces I mentioned. But sometimes the sauce is kind of like, you know, this food is – it could be better, but the sauce is kind of making up for, for it mm-hmm. not being the best. Yeah, so yeah, if that makes sense,
0: right? And and going back to making your own a homemade ranch, I do not like ranch out the bottle. Do not even put that in front of me.
2: I'm going to say this: if you buy if you buy if you buy ranch from a grocery store, it better come out of the refrigerated section. It's the only ranch that's worth a crap. Mm. The stuff in the bottle, the stuff in the bottle, is it's just absolute it's just it's garbage it has Uh-oh. a weird it has an odd metallic taste to it that i just can't get past uh oh you like you like that hidden valley hey
1: let me let me tell you right now i will use some some buttermilk mm-hmm. ranch uh if i'm dipping something into it but i completely agree with what y'all are saying completely agree with what y'all are saying homemade yeah. ranch like ranch made from scratch is light years ahead of anything that you can get in the store Oh, it's yeah. so super good. simple, too. very simple, very good. Yeah, because mm-hmm.
2: I think it's, it's, it's just buttermilk, buttermilk mayonnaise, uh chives, garlic, and black pepper and salt. Yeah, that's and dill
1: if you want to throw some dill in there. Yeah, uh, that's right. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Any kind of little razzle dazzle you want to throw in that ranch.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I like. Yeah, that's good.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I, I wanted to make sure we circle back to that because that's something you can definitely make on your own. That that is that is, is
2: that is worth is making easy, on your own.
0: Easy and 1,000%. definitely worth it. Also, so,
2: also blue cheese dressing is another oh, one that's worth making yes. on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super just, easy. Just, just get a good blue cheese, and it's it's pretty simple. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: So, all right. Well, with that being said, let me. End with our little quote of the night. This is by Robert Capon. Okay. <laughs> I like a cook who smiles out loud when he tastes his own work. Mm. So
1: can't disagree with, with that.
0: No, not at all. You gotta love a happy. That chef, might be
1: right? me, right? <laughs> a compliment is a compliment. Believe y'all with that. Correct.
0: So with that being said. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Please comment, please like, please subscribe. And we we will see you next time. And until then, keep stirring the pot.
2: Peace. 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 Have a good night.